Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. I'm Britton. All right, and today we're going to talk about a uh, very interesting movie called The Wandering Earth. Yep, uh, it was a... I think made in 2017. If I don't, if it's I, 2019. 20, really? That yeah, according according to the IMDb, it said 2019 on it. My mistake. So, uh, yeah, very uh, interesting movie came out of China mm-hmm. uh, about the the an endeavor to save humanity from extinction. Yep. So uh, let's get started. We'll talk about it real quick. Um, as Britton already kind of pointed out, the movie was basically uh, a quick wrap up is. The sun is about to engulf the earth over a period of 100 years. Yep. And then it's going to engulf the rest of the solar system in a period of another 500 years. Yeah. So there's no escape for the earth. So the greatest scientific minds decide, why don't we just attach a bunch of rockets to the earth and haul ass out of the solar system and go somewhere else? (laughs) It's a... Uh, Endeavor conceived by Wile E. Coyote. (laughs) And the funny thing about it is... That's not the stuff that goes wrong. No, like, oddly enough. That that was just fine. Like, that is just the preamble to the actual story, which is one of the rockets kind of fails. I guess one of the big rockets in Shanghai uh, fails. Yeah. And so the Earth is on a collision course with Jupiter. Well, it was... <laughs> It was a series of bizarre moves on their part. Like they, in order to get out of the solar system, they decided to do a gravity assist around another, you know, with a planet around another planet. Yeah. Uh, and you know, lo and behold, if you get close to a body the size of, of Jupiter, you know, it t- Earth tends to, you know, not react well to that for some reason. Yeah, and of course, uh, the. The wandering Earth um, kind of hits a little bit of a stumbling block. Yeah, and and Jupiter is uh, is kind of like, all right, come on in, guys, yeah. we'll take you in, and people die. Yeah, it was uh, it, like uh, as much as uh, a quality of movie. Uh, it, it wasn't too bad. Like uh, the set pieces were very good. Uh, I, the costumes were very good. I actually, I. I I quite enjoyed the movie. I yeah, thought it was... Uh, it wasn't bad. It was, as far as a, a nice little science fiction movie uh, went, then, yeah, it was it was entertaining. It yeah. never really stopped being entertaining. There was constant peril. Yeah. And they set up the stakes fine, you know, like, okay, we're all going to die unless they figure out a way to reignite the Earth. And then, yeah. like, once they get the... Uh, once they get the uh, igniter into the, uh, the engine, uh, one yeah. of the many engines... Uh, they realize, oh darn, we're too close to Jupiter now. Yeah. We're all gonna die, and we are gonna go a little bit into spoiler territory. So if you were just holding on, waiting to see the wandering and, Earth, and decided not to, uh, uh, pause it here and come back to us in probably about three minutes. Yeah, like, there's no way we're gonna stay on topic for longer than that. <laughs> so uh, the end of the Earth, they realize, what well, we're all gonna die. What are we gonna do? Yeah. And they decide. Hey, I have an idea. The <laughs> Earth's oxygen mixed with the hydrogen of um, Jupiter, because Jupiter's kind of sucking them in, like yeah. uh, like uh, President Screwballs or uh, Star. Or, uh, what was that <laughs> yeah, from? Yeah, the uh, the Mega Maid. Yeah, from, the uh, Mega Maid from, from uh, Spaceballs. Space you know, they're just kind of sucking all that uh, all that stuff off of the Earth. So they decide, what if we just ignite the atmosphere of Jupiter and then blow <laughs> us to safety? And uh, the the 
we had an interesting discussion about that. Yes. Uh, like, if it was an explosion uh, mighty enough to uh, you know move a body like Earth uh, out of uh, you know out of orbit, or just move the the planet in general, it was pretty much a you know. Well, I guess you're sacrificing one hemisphere yeah. for the other side. <laughs> Like, there is, uh, like, in order to, I guess, and they, we even see it, we see the giant fireball that yeah. engulfs, like, everything, but they just kind of pass it off like, eh, everything's fine, everyone who literally was on the surface during yeah. the fireball from igniting the planet of Jupiter, yeah. um, and coming down and pushing them away with enough force to break its gravitational, uh, pull, it, it just kind of... They, they didn't die. They, they just kind of... just, you know, stood up and dusted themselves off. Yeah, it was like a, the end of a Three Stooges skit. You know, <laughs> where they just like, oh, they're a little bit sooty, and that was about it. <laughs> and one guy survives by... A, a guy and his brother, or his sister, survive by yeah. hiding in a big bubble. Yeah, you know those big uh, novelty inflatable things that you kind of... You know, those novelty inflatable balls? You just run into yeah. each other with, like kind of like a joust? Yeah, it was kind of like a blown-up version of that. And, uh... Which, I, you know, granted, you know, for what the movie was, was just kind of a... Uh, you know, kind of a dumb action movie on the level of Independence Day where you can, you know, put away a little bit of your su suspension of disbelief. I thought it was, uh, you know, alright. Oh no, I, I enjoyed it. As I said before, I thought it was a, a fairly decent movie, though I'm glad you brought up Independence Day because yeah. there was a lot of parallels I noticed, uh, to Independence Day. One, there was the, you know, the, the big rousing speech to get everybody, yeah. you know, up and together, but instead- There was two of them. Yeah. Yeah, there was one by the girl, yeah. uh, the little sister, and there was one- um, by, I think, like, the chief or something, uh, that yeah, was... The, the father. The father, yeah. And, uh, his, uh, his little speech was almost, almost the, the, I guess, the Chinese version of it, because yeah. they were celebrating Chinese New Year, and mm -hmm. that's how he kind of said it. He's like, you know, now we're celebrating our Chinese New Year today, and it's like, like, wow, this is just Independence Day. Yeah. Which, you know what, if you're gonna steal a... If you're gonna steal a a spe arousing speech from someone, like you know, I think you can't one. really go wrong with the, uh, you know, with Independence Day. That is a that is a good speech, like, and, and and then their version wasn't bad either. Yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty. I thought I felt the emotion. Yeah. Um, the only other speech that would have been, I guess, somewhat on par, or you know, in terms of cheesiness and uh, and pure pride, was probably. Uh, Rocky speech at the end of Rocky <laughs> 4. If I could change, and you can change. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, how was that? <laughs> but, but, did, did Rocky change? Was there, like, a, a massive anti-communist, uh, uh, at, at the end of <laughs> that... Well, he was talking more about the uh, the boxing match where he walked in and they all booed him, and he was like, "I didn't like you guys very much either." Uh, and then at the end, they were cheering <laughs> for him because he's Rocky, and everyone likes Rocky. Rocky knows no bounds or you know no no borders. <laughs> so you know he was like, and then you were cheering me, and so I I kind of started cheering for you, and then you know that's what he was talking about changing. But then you know the Cold War ended because of Rocky. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. That's kind of like a, a an eight-year-old's rendition of how to solve the Cold War. Like, oh, don't get me wrong. It, it was a silly speech. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, 
it hits just that right amount of, yeah, this is cheesy, but I admire this this level of cheesiness. Like, like there there was a yeah there there was if if the fight was going to go sideways against Russia, there was a sniper <laughs> in the rafters ready to change the uh, the outcome of that fight. And then like, he got moved by Rocky. Even he stood yeah. up and clapped. Um, da comrade, good speech. <laughs> uh, I, I think I remember. I think I talked about this with you before. This is many, 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 many years ago. Yeah. But I think they kind of dropped the ball with Rocky Five. I think everyone can agree with that. Uh, um, of all the Rockies, I don't think I've seen Rocky. Five. I haven't seen all of it. I've only seen the ending. But I know basically the story, which is Just, um, it's shitty. Yeah, like is he had a financial you know manager who screwed him over. So when yeah. he comes home from winning the Cold War. Uh, his son's like three years older, and um, he's broke, and he has to like move back into his one-bedroom apartment <coughs> in Philly. And it was just like, oh man, like why'd you do that when you clearly set up the next movie in Rocky Four? You it, see, they had the little robot for Paulie come in, <laughs> and then all you have to do is have a robot become self-aware and challenge the greatest boxer on uh, the face of the planet to, you know. To, to basically fight for America's freedom yeah, or yeah. the world's freedom. You know what? It, it's really not a bad like. Uh, it's like real steel. Yeah, yeah real steel or uh, uh, what's that? Uh, you know, kind of that old folk legend of the. Uh, oh, of, uh, John Henry. Uh, yeah, John Henry and the uh, the uh, the mechanical uh, the uh, drill or whatever. Yeah, the thing that was doing the. The railroad pins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like a a, a modern, you know, by, by modern, I mean like the 1980s or 90s version of, of the John Henry story. And, and you know, you yeah. know, Rocky, you know, and, and like John Henry, uh, Rocky loses, but, you know, it was a close fight and they, he goes all the way. That would have been and a ridiculous movie, but, you know, still like an awesome movie. Yeah, no more ridiculous than part four. And the yeah. robots decide, you know, they they think that, you know, he showed such... He showed them something that their logic can't process, and they, you know, they decide yeah. to leave Earth alone. And he's training in the montage. I imagine he's in, like, the Microsoft factory, just fighting giant computer chips and everything like that. I, and, I, <laughs> I imagine, you know, in the fight, they... Uh, the big baby face made of bugs in the Matrix, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, congratulates him and uh, you know lowers him from his you know wire chair. Yeah, and then uh, that was kind of weird, guys. But thank you. And then, of course, this sets up Rocky Seven, another sequel where the uh, the beams from the robots are sent to outer space, and the aliens. <laughs> You know, they, they hear and they think, Oh, there is no one better in the solar system than Gloopark the the green. And <laughs> down comes Gloopark yeah. to the fight for the the, the future of um, human existence. And it's just a floppy-faced alien Stallone. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Uh, much like Rocky Four, where they go to Russia, yeah. he goes to... Uh, Glueborg's uh, home planet, which is uh, Europa, where the uh, where the the gravity is much less, so each hit really connects. They have to make the ring a lot longer and wider. I, I was gonna say he goes to Glueborg's planet, where the gravities are much higher, hmm. and he has to train extra hard, like Goku. Okay, and uh, and then we get yeah, we can get some uh, yeah, we can either have hearts on fire, or <laughs> we can have. Um, Total Eclipse of the Heart, or we can just have the good old-fashioned Rocky theme. You know, I'm gonna say, 
Uh, you finally, you bring the, uh, you're the best around from Karate Kid, since it was supposed to be an Iraqi movie oh, anyway. Was it? I didn't I, know that. I believe it was supposed to be an Iraqi uh, movie, and it was just rejected or just not used. Uh, which is why, like, uh, like some of the lyrics kind of imply that there was a, <laughs> that there was a prior fight, like, uh, uh, and... Yeah, here the best around. Not just that. Was, there was a, a previous fight that you won, and then you lost, and then you won. Like that. Like, uh, you know... I, I have to really think, but there was like implications, like there was a, uh, like that there were there was previous fights, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was meant to be a, yeah, uh, uh, like yeah, there should be. We should make up the uh, the name of the alien race and make their own little like uh, it's the eye of the Grixin, it's the swirl <laughs> of the fight. That would be awesome. No, yeah, like all these, uh... and then of course once he. You know, he beats the green stuffing out of Glooborg the Green. Um, then he has to fight uh, Zeus. Yeah, I was gonna say something, something uh, like, spiritual. I, yeah, like uh, or the the energy beings beyond time. Like I haven't had a I haven't had a challenger in two thousand years, and or, Zeus is putting on his lightning boxing gloves. Hear that? It's just you know. Like after he defeats the alien, alien like it, the you old know, thunder crashes and it's just you weak pathetic <laughs> fool. And you know it's uh you know he has to join Mortal Kombat. That'd be awesome. Um, I he, mean, he fights for the Earth realm. Yeah, um, it's like him, and uh, like yeah, you would expect to have you know your Johnny Cage or your Sonya yeah. or your uh, Raiden or uh, your your the Liu Kang. That's what it was. Raiden was just kind of a. a a third party. Yeah. Um, but then you start throwing in maybe some uh, some other, like, you know, great fighters and they're like, uh, I don't know, Bruce Lee. <laughs> um, or, uh, no, I got a better one, the uh, the Last Dragon, the guy from The Last Dragon. Oh, uh, uh, Bruce Leroy. Yeah. Get him in there and uh, have him, you know, stand up and they, they kind of join forces a little bit. Maybe Dutch from uh, Predator. But uh, Shao, Shao Kahn is in there and he absorbed the soul of uh, Shonuff. Oh, I was gonna say he absorbed the soul of Mickey. <laughs> that makes it even <laughs> makes it even more of a a grudge match. Yeah. Hey, you leave, you leave Mickey out. <laughs> and then after after he defeats uh, Shao Kahn, like uh, Mickey's soul, you just Thank see, you rock. You see his I head can rest now. <laughs> see a smiling face just floating up to the sky. Oh, you, oh, you remember at the end of the uh, the yeah first, yeah. Just, Thank you, Rock. <laughs> you bum. <sighs> I don't know why he had to handle something like that. It kind of brought me down. Oh, what does he say that for? Who does he think he is, that bum? <laughs> He's a bum. And then he fights the, uh... The Emperor. The, well, I was going to say, the, the center of all evil in the universe. Um... The evil core? Yeah, the evil core of the universe. <laughs> it's just, I imagine, just a radiating, pulsating thing. But it's a very good boxer. Yeah. Some... I don't know why... But I, I imagine it's John Goodman. <laughs> the voice of John Goodman? No, it is John Goodman. Like, it's not the actor. It's portrayed by John Goodman. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, remember in Constantine when the devil comes down, he's got, like, the black tar yeah. when he lands? That's kind of how John Goodman comes in. Just kind of... He's, uh, eating, was... he's eating mutton. <laughs> so, uh, somebody here thinks they can challenge the evil core of the universe. <laughs> Well, I haven't had a good fight in a couple of millennia, so uh, about three, four billion years, so uh, 
Hey, right, what do you want to do this? Look, I, I just want to go to bed. I'm really tired. <laughs> I'll put I, you to bed. I'll put fight, you to bed permanently. Fight <laughs> aliens, gods, <laughs> souls. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, uh, how about next uh, Tuesday at uh, at uh, 8 p.m.? I got a choice. And then we have a galactic montage. No, Universal, where he's... Like, what, <laughs> punching stars? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's punching, you know, punching stars while the things are. He's running up the, he's running up the event horizon of a black hole. <laughs> stands at the top of it, and, you know, does the whole. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he, he's running. He's doing jump rope, but some, but it's like a Mobius strip jump rope. <laughs> I imagine he's doing ro uh, jump rope so intense that there are. Uh, there are nebulas, you know, and like galaxies spiraling out from the like middle of it. He's whipping up all these cosmic gases and star <laughs> formation starts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do -do -do. Gonna fly now. Yeah, it'd be awesome. And then he gets in there and, uh, and of course he loses. <laughs> <laughs> or, or he wins and he has to become the new, uh, core of evil. Like, I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the core of evil. I thought you were evil. And I didn't like you, and you were bad. But, but if I could change... And I can change. We all can change! And with... Like all the aliens in the background. <laughs> there's like every every news station on every planet across the, the whole universe is watching this fight. There is no fight bigger than this one fight. It's being translated into 14 trillion languages. Like, it is the the ultimate battle of good and evil Yep. that uh, that will determine the fate of all carbon life. Even the animals, like, even the water bears stop <laughs> and watch what's going on. Like, whatever, whatever cosmic presence gives them sentience just for that <laughs> moment so they can interpret the magnitude of what's going on. And, like, here's Rocky in the center, and it's not looking good for the first couple mm. rounds, because that's how every Rocky movie is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but of course, or, like... You know, like he, I imagine it's... Oh, go on, I'm sorry. I was gonna say, he finds the eye of the tiger, you know, and he makes yeah. it a match at the end. Well, I, I imagine it's so intense, like, he he's punched into different dimensions. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, he's punched, and there's, you know, a piece of him goes into 5D... <laughs> he's like, punched into different shapes. Like he's he's punched in in every way possible and every way impossible. <laughs> he's punched in directions that he's never interpreted. And yet, like you know, he he may go down once or twice, but he yeah. ugh, he wipes his chin and like his his second chin and now his <laughs> fourth lip, and he stands up and he's like, uh, uh, let's do it. You know, the bell rings and it's like ding ding, and you know they're. You know, like the guy on the side just kind of uh, Paulie's there. You know, Paulie is <laughs> floating in the cosmos with him, and he's still wearing just like a, a tank top that's got like mustard on it. I, I imagine Paulie is just this pink sphere made out of flesh with a tank top because that's <laughs> that's how whatever dimension he's in interprets his shape. <laughs> like Paulie, I don't know about that. I don't know if I can do this, but it's like you can do it. Hey, you're just kind of spooking me a little bit, Paul. You gotta stop doing that. And then he, you know, he goes back and he goes the distance, all 15 rounds. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, he, he does, he, because 
I imagine it's much like Clubber Lang. That all he has yeah. to do is knock it, knock this John Goodman character down <laughs> once, and uh, it's not going to get back up because it's never known a defeat like, like that. Like he punches John Goodman so hard that he collapses into a black hole. <laughs> I see. Here's how I'm at now. This is more cartoonish logic, yeah. or almost like Popeye logic. But I imagine he punches one side so hard that it folds in, and then the next side, so he just keeps on punching it, so it keeps on folding in. You know. Amongst itself until it's just a a singularity or uh, I imagine John Goodman's wearing black of course Yeah, uh, so he keeps on punching John Goodman it, like he keeps on folding into himself until like on the other side He just turns inside out and he he's wearing white and he's a good guy now <laughs> He is now the uh, the galactic core of evil the white. Yeah, like uh, like Gandalf <laughs> Like, and, you know, everything's good now in the universe. Because for a while, everything was kind of shitty. Like, for tr for billions of years. It's, al it's always been at, you know, somewhat out of balance, but once uh, once he beat Zeus, it kind of roused this guy to, like, you know, dust off his, his boxing gloves, like, I haven't, I haven't thrown my hat in a ring in uh, quite a while now. That's a terrible John Goodman. <laughs> oh, uh, you know. That's a, that's a hard impression to do. Like, he... Hold on a second. <laughs> no, I don't got it. Is he all right? Was he hit by a truck? <laughs> he, he burned. He burned his tongue on some hot coffee. John, it's all right. John, don't talk. John, John, it's okay. It's okay, John. Doc, is he gonna be all right? Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not gonna act again, but you know, like, oh, oh, I like John Goodman. What, what are you doing? Yes, don't we? Sorry, John. <laughs> did, did I do good? Yeah, you did good, John. Did I do very good? Sh sure. Yeah, you did. All right. You yeah. did adequate. Yeah, fine. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You had a few good movies. I, I, I like you in a few movies. Like in a lot of movies, but, uh... Yeah. You know, this isn't one of those moments, John. Just, just... Just bow out while you can. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know if I can top that, guys. I don't know if I can top that kind of speech. Yeah. At least I'm, uh... At least I'm not dying in a bed. See, now here's what I imagine. Um, the inverted John Goodman... Yeah. ...is so good, and... Spreads nothing but you know pure unfiltered goodness throughout the entire universe to such a high degree Yeah, that Rocky who was the ultimate good before is now seen as Evil because he just can't compete. He is yeah. the least good thing in this universe So he has to be the most evil thing in the universe. So he he, he then takes the throne Yeah, he did take the throne, but not because he turned evil It's just that you know, by uh, uh, the the the, uh, the transitive property. Yeah, the uh, the bar with which uh, good and evil is judged has uh, has shifted significantly. And now he is he is uh, standing there, and he he hasn't changed, but he knows that he is now evil, and he goes into hibernation for a couple b billion years. Right, I could get some sleep. Rock, rock. <sighs> Hey, rock, rock, rock. I live here now, now, now. I want to go to bed. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. Ghosts don't need to sleep, 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 sleep. Avenge me, rock, rock, rock. What do I my, have to do? <laughs> my soul is restless. restless, restless. What, 
Imagine he's just you know, riling in bed. I'm Henry the Eighth. I am. I am Henry the Eighth. I am. Stop! Stop! And he can't cover his ears because, no. uh, like, the ghost is speaking to his brain. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not actually moving, you know, sound vibrations. So he's just interpreting it. And uh, <laughs> I, like, I don't know what what's, what Rocky's gonna do. Well, that's how he that he's gonna go kill somebody. Is what he's gonna do. Like, yeah, that that is the. Th it, it, it's almost a like a Macbeth level of madness. <laughs> <laughs> or, or he's just driven mad and he just destroys cosmos. Where and because he yeah, he is, you know, technically the most powerful thing yeah. in existence, who is now the most evil thing in existence, and now he's been driven mad. Or even better, like Worm Tongue from a uh, from Lord of the Rings, uh, the, <laughs> that that uh, wormy advisor. He's not welcome here, sir. <laughs> is that Mickey now? Yeah. But but he's like he's like the little uh, wormy vizier, yeah, <laughs> who, who's just needling at him until he d is driven mad and is destroying, it's, you know, different solar systems it, and societies. Kind of kind of like uh, in the Dragon Ball Super, there's um, there's like these beings who are just playing basically marbles with uh, with entire galaxies and destroying them for fun. Yeah, that's how much power they have. That's how much power Rocky has, <laughs> where he's just destroying things. Like he gets a little angry. There's a like the universe, you know, maybe infinite, but he still somehow destroys thirty percent of it. <laughs> he destroys thirty percent of a concept, you know, of all of infinity. And then he gets like, get that out of my system. And then then he starts having fun. He starts playing games, like, uh, all right, I want you all, every galaxy <laughs> in the entire universe, to paint me. What they think is the funniest dog painting they can do. <laughs> the losers, the losers, the bottom three, be unexisted. And then re-existed on As fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I know what you all are going to say. Any anyone grumbling? Anyone who's grumbling? They get the fire too. I'm grumbling. That entire stretch of universe is disintegrated and reintegrated on fire. <laughs> Lord, he's there's yeah. dissension among like uh, for some reason uh, Mickey, the Mickey Ghost has become this like uh, this uh, like, shitty advisor. Like I, I, I like to think that after Mickey's been dead for a few years, his like his brain just started to rot, and. Uh, <laughs> And, like, he, his ghost, for some reason, can't control that. Like, when Mickey exists as pure spirit, he just, he, he slowly loses things. Loses his grip. Yep. And, uh, is just... Eventually just annoys Rocky into killing people he wants. Like, I know, I never liked the, the Bumblebee galaxy. <laughs> or not even, like, I imagine it gets to that point, but at first it's like... That man sold me a bad sandwich on the corner. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's Big Steve Tony's shop. Destroy yeah. him and I, his I like, kin. I, I like Big Tony. Big Tony's got some good sandwich. One time I got roast beef. He it was wants a good to roast beef. I tell you that Good sound. I don't know what your problem is. Yeah, it gave me indigestion. I don't care what it gave you. 
but... I don't want to go to bed. Yeah, I tell you this much, though. What? You can't go to bed because of thy indigestion. Oh, it hurts. And it hurts you. Don't I'm, you feel it? I do now. I'm sorry as well. I'm getting a little Ow. bit cranky. Oh! Yes. Yes, Big Tony needs to... Needs to get taken down. He's, he's, he's dead! <laughs> he's a dead man! Him and his family! Yeah, it's done. I destroyed him. And a few city blocks for good measure as well. And in fact, you know what? I'm throwing the whole thing into the sun. The whole city of Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, and yeah, like, very good, sir. Like, remember the scene where, uh, where the Emperor first sees, like, Darth Vader rise, you yeah. know, and scream, and he's all-powerful in, like, episode three, and he's got that look of glee on his face that he knows he's won. That is the look that Mickey's giving at that moment. <laughs> yes. Uncontrolled, unfettered power. Uh, what happened to Adrian? It seems in your anger you <laughs> killed her. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't like that. Can I bring it back to life? <laughs> <laughs> like he can. He has that power. It's just that Mickey doesn't want to tell him that. No, because it, it'll it, it won't make him angry. Yeah. <laughs> the entire series of Rocky just becomes a man trying to sleep and a ghost who just won't let him. It's like a Scooby-Doo with the worst, like, with the ultimate power. <laughs> Wait, Scooby-Doo can't sleep? I don't know why I made that. It's, it's like, <laughs> I, I meant like, uh, like with a ghost. Oh. I don't know how I came to that conclusion either. <laughs> Someone else needs to sleep. It's like Scooby-Doo with ultimate power. <laughs> Maybe because Rocky can't speak right. It's like uh, giving the dog the dog, stupid dog Christmas lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, is that a reference? Uh, <laughs> Should we tell that story? Uh, I guess we can we can talk about it briefly. Briefly, um, and then we'll get back to Rocky. We were uh, we were watching this really bad uh, dog movie. I like watching very shitty. Kids movies. movies, yeah, kids movies, any kind of movies, but kids movies. There's a certain like level of uh, just darkness. Yeah, that we just, make it really dark, and like it's just it's just hilarious to us. Um, and shitty kids movies are always so bad, and they're always just so much fun to make fun of. Uh, and this particular one, I don't even know what the mo movie was called, but it starred Norm Macdonald as the voice of a dog who was solving a mystery. And yep. we were watching it, of course, with every shitty movie, it gets a little boring at times because they have to try to uh, fit a 10-minute story into a 85-minute yeah. project. And me, since I'm apparently becoming an old man, <laughs> uh, I tend to drift off to sleep. And uh, I, I, was, I was still going strong, making fun of the movie and everything. And I just wake up... <laughs> and there was one scene uh, where they have, like, this guy has this woman trapped and... I'm like, oh, geez, I, well, I wonder how she's going to get out of this one. And Burton just wakes up for just a second saying, I don't know, but I think this stupid dog's going to do something with the Christmas lights. And there's like, there's <laughs> well, a... actually, you wrote down the exact quote. Yeah, what but I don't, the... I don't feel like searching for it because I put right. it away. Oh, okay. Um, but it was something about dogs with Christmas lights. I, and, I, think, uh, he's gonna, I think it was like, he's going to get the dog with the dumb, he's going to get the dumb dog with the Christmas lights. And I, I, there was a pause and I was like, I, I I don't get that one, Brian. 
I don't get that one either. And then, well, no, it's like after you said that, I woke up and I'm like, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I don't know why you said it either, Britt. There's not any Christmas lights in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I was having a dream, and I the commented on my dream. dream. <laughs> you were riffing your dream. Yeah. That's where we are in the that world. That is a new level of riftum when I riff my own dreams. Yeah, it just... It's <laughs> apparently, like, I was still... The, the do dumb dog movie was still a part of my, my oh, yeah. dream, but apparently there were Christmas lights as well. <laughs> like, I like to think... I like to, to believe that, um... Because now we've come to the point where, where we're riffing dreams that we are always on, even when we're sleeping. It, it, we're always on I, doing I, comedy. I, I wonder if it's going to eventually become a disability. Like, nah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Lerner, do you have seven days to live? <laughs> well, I guess I have seven days of Christmas lights to hang. Seriously, though, I am very sick. <laughs> uh, now back to Rocky. Yeah, of course. Um, with little worm tongue Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> you you yeah. want to... Yeah, what do I want to do? Tell me what I want to do. You know, I can unexist ghosts, you know. I have that power. Try it, I dare you. Uh, uh, You're nothing without me. I can't feel bad about the little fella now. <laughs> Poor little guy. <laughs> I see. I imagine in my head now yeah. that, like, with the way you said it, it sounded like he was just fading out into nothing. Yeah. Like maybe disappearing into a point. Uh, yeah, that's kind of like how I was. Interpret like he's kind out. of being crushed. Yeah, but now I'm thinking of it as he just flattens out, and now there's like a flat ghost laying there that's just devoid of anything. So he's like lifting the flat ghost up <laughs> and stroking it. <laughs> uh, poor little guy. We turned Rocky into Lenny. <laughs> poor little fool. You pet him too, and here comes Apollo. You pet him too hard. That's what happens when you pet your Mickey too hard. And I get to turn the rabbits. <laughs> I get to tell the rabbits, Apollo. Yes, you do. The, the entire, uh, the, the entirety of the universe just becomes rabbits. <laughs> oh, that'd be terrifying. What are though? Like, what are they rabbits going to do? I guess we'd all become rabbits, too. Like, uh, I mean, everything like, becomes rabbits. That TV like, is rabbits. Like, planets and stars become rabbits? Everything becomes rabbits. That's awful. All matter in the tiniest form, like the atom, the tiniest piece of matter that there is, becomes a rabbit. Everything from, like, you know how you say turtles all the way down? Yeah. It's rabbits all the way down. That's awful. Eventually, you know, oh, gravity... Go. <laughs> go ahead. Like, you would eventually have... Because gravity is still a thing. Yes. So... Gravity yeah. is rabbits. I'll go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, it, it'd just be... Yeah, if, if everything disperses into rabbits, everything's gonna clump back together uh, as rabbits. Well, and here's the thing, I, I just mean that the atoms have been replaced by rabbits. They're not dissociating, they're just the tiniest living block, or the tiniest blocks of life are now rabbits. They're still held together by bonds and everything like that. Uh, so... But they're oh. sentient living rabbits. So, like, the atoms in our in our body are just tiny rabbits? Yes. I don't know how to feel, but, like, I don't feel any different, but, you know, now deep down I know that I'm made of rabbits. Everything is made of rabbits now. But I don't feel any different. I would say that, um... You feel more nervous. <laughs> yeah. You don't feel any... You don't feel anything, um... 
unconsciously. <laughs> <laughs> there may be an unconscious uh, adjustment to becoming nothing but rabbits. But, like, on a, on a regular going about your day, working, you know, yeah. driving your rabbit car to work, you know, everything made of rabbits, you're not going to notice an appreciable difference on the surface. But there's just a underlying... Uh, an underlying unfamiliarity. Yes, and um, because they're rabbits and they're hopping, even at the the tiniest thing now, like you get a lot, you get hotter a lot easier because all those molecules and atoms are moving a little bit faster than they were before. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like maybe your temperature goes up a couple hundred degrees, but uh, a couple hundred degrees, you're fine though. Like, You're made of rabbits. Yeah, everything's made of rabbits, so... Oh, rabbits can survive a couple hundred degrees. <laughs> they cook like everything else. <laughs> yeah, but the rabbit molecules, they, you know, they're fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, everything's rabbits. <laughs> like, I... This is bad. Like, this is bad no matter how you slice it. Like, you know, like... If you touch something, it's uh, gonna be a lot hotter. But... You're also a lot hotter because you're made of rabbits, because everything is made of rabbits. Uh, that's like saying, oh, if you touch that, you know, that thing's on fire. But if you touch it, it's not going to hurt because you're also on fire. Yeah, I mean, if you are fire and you're touching other fire, <laughs> you're fine. Well, you're, no, I'm you're not fire. fire, I'm on fire. Yeah, but everything is made of the same rabbits. Oh, it's like saying, you know, if I light myself on fire and I touch the other fire... I'm not gonna hurt. Yeah. But I am gonna hurt because I'm on fire. Well, no, here's the thing, like, yeah. you're made of the same stuff that the fire is made of in this analogy. But I'm not, I'm made of rabbits. Well, everything's made of rabbits. <laughs> well, fire isn't. Fire is made of rabbits. Fire, fire is a chemical reaction, not a thing. <laughs> fire, water, everything is made of rabbits. <laughs> I, I I choose to disagree. I do not acknowledge this science. Yeah. <laughs> the rabbit science. <laughs> this science is too fringe for my liking. I don't know about that. We like fringe. It is a good show. Everything is made of rabbits, including this other smaller rabbits. And including this sandwich full of rabbit. It's definitely all rabbits, including fire. The air we breathe is rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, Dad. It's not rabbits. <laughs> Nothing is rabbits. <laughs> what was I talking about? You were talking about rabbits. Ah, ah, rabbits. <laughs> uh, everything is rabbits. <laughs> everything is made of rabbits. That, if that doesn't get on a t-shirt at some point... I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what you guys want us to do anymore. <laughs> then we have failed. Yeah, everything like, is made of rabbits. Like I, I assume by episode, um, like one or two hundred of the podcast, you know, we're starting to get more and more people, you know, joining yeah. in, you know, and uh, people starting to pay attention, and then they start making T-shirts of what we say and do, and one of them is everything is made of rabbits. Is it, it now on the T-shirt? I imagine it's a rabbit. Yeah, the dumb, big-eyed rabbit look that it has, yes. and it just has these whizzing particles around it, like the the classic uh, oh. Adam picture. Yeah, I, I like that. I was I was thinking of something different, but I like your interpretation. Oh, what was your? Mine was just um, just a rabbit, <laughs> and it said the words "everything is made of rabbits." But the uh, like, if you looked really, really close at the shirt, 
They were all <laughs> little rabbits. Oh, I hate that. I hate that a lot. Like the words, I mean. Not oh, the, I know that. I know what you meant. Just like a, like a swarm uh, of rabbits. Uh, I don't like it. It's like <laughs> bugs. Yeah, like, but they're rabbits. But uh, I like yours better. <laughs> yours is less creepy. Uh, maybe we can blend the two. Maybe we can have your classic rabbit Adam. And, uh, and then we can have the little the, rabbit. The te everything's the made of rabbits. Is, text text is made yeah. of rabbits. Everything's made of rabbits, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so... If somebody makes that shirt, we will give you... I don't know, nothing. Maybe, I don't know, a dollar. Uh, we'll, we'll say your name. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a, a shout-out, uh, to... And our audience is made up of at least 50... To the power of twenty-four rabbits. It's a lot of rabbits. Well, if everything's made of rabbits, you know. Uh, I, I, you know, if, yeah, yeah, okay. If everything's made of rabbits, then we have at least that many rabbit listeners. Yes, yes. <laughs> rabbit listeners or rabbit yes. listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything's made of rabbits. But on that note, um, the Wandering Earth. Uh, not a bad movie. I, you know, definitely, uh, you know, worth the watch. I had a good time. It's, it's dumb fun, and it, it's interesting to see what they do. Uh, very good sets, very good costumes. Uh, I, I liked it. I'm, uh, I'm gonna give it a stamp of approval because while it is, uh, it is a typical disaster movie, it. It shines above most disaster movies I've seen recently. Like yeah. there was that uh, there's that element of fun that couldn't be denied about it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I thought it was very enjoyable. So uh, well, that's it. Take it easy. A uh, toodaloo. That old little soupies.